Boy, did I screw up. Not on my own nutrition or anything like that. One time I made the most detailed meal plan ever known to mankind, and I offered it to some clients, and nobody cared. So join me in this episode today where I share a painful memory. Roll the intro. This is the Game of Food. This is the Game of Food. We're helping real people get real results with delicious food. Real Real food. Live from Spencer's home studio, podcasting to the world. This is Game of Food. And here's your host, Spencer Frederick. So if you guys don't know, I used to own two gym locations. You must be living under a rock or you haven't heard many episodes because I refer to these gyms often. You guys know this probably by now, but that's what this memory is from. And this is like a big mistake I made. So stick around because I'm going to talk about, you know, a big mistake. It's kind of even embarrassing to think about. Like sometimes I think about it and like my heart rate changes. Like I get, I do, I get a little anxiety about it because it's an awful memory, but it, it was such an incredible lesson that I I want to hand off to you. So this episode is one big story. So I used to own gyms and we had regular gym memberships. So people paid 45 bucks a month, roughly. It, the price changed year to year. It, it always kind of trickled upwards, still is probably. And what you did is you paid the 45 bucks a month and then you rented the equipment, right? You'd come in and use the treadmills or the squat racks or the machines, the dumbbells. We, we had everything you needed in there. And, and then if you wanted more attention, more coaching, there was the one-on-one, but that would be, you know, depending on how many times a week, that'd be like four to eight hundred dollars a month but we had this group training that's something that I brought to my location and and I was really excited about it took me probably you know two years I really wanted group training and it took me two years to have to expand the location so that we had the room for it and all that stuff so then we finally get group training and people paid I think about 200 bucks a month so you saved money compared to one-on-one that's why I wanted it and I wanted it because then you could offer more accountability and better results I wanted it because of the results and so they paid 200 dollars a month to do that roughly I can't quite remember the price but uh, about 200 dollars a month at the time uh, when I owned that location and I'm thinking of one location because the the second location I had, I didn't have as long and stuff like that. And they didn't have as big of a group training program. And so anywho, what I did was I really wanted to offer a lot to the group training clients. Like I wanted a way for them to get great, great results. And I knew that if they got great results, they would bring in their friend, friends and family. And then more people would get results. And then my business would grow, right? That's what's cool about, you know, working in the health industry is like you get people results and then they refer others. And so the business grows and and the results are great, okay? So that's what I wanted. So not only was the group training great for results, but then I, in addition, a free add-on, I would organize uh, six-week challenges. Sometimes I would do 30 days or sometimes longer than six weeks, but usually it'd be like a six-week challenge. So I would only offer that to the group training people. And it was kind of a cool way to bring people in too. So I would say, hey, we're doing this six-week challenge and people that weren't in the group training would want to join and pay extra. Or people that were just in the community 
they would hear about their friend, I'm about to start this six-week challenge, and they'd call me up and say, hey, how much to jump in on that? And that was a good introductory to the gym. So instead of like, uh, do I have to pay this membership? It was a good way for six weeks to try out everything we have. It was pretty cool. And so what I did for the first challenge I offered the group training people is it was six weeks and and you'd weigh in with your coach. And that was usually me for, for certain time slots. Uh, you'd weigh in with your coach and we'd record it. Um, uh, I always offered nutrition. There was some extra stuff that we would try to do. We do measurements. We do body measurements too. Oh my gosh, it was so hard. It was a lot of work for me. And it was a lot of work for the team and the trainers that I had on staff as well. It was a lot of work. Like the clients underestimate how busy we would be during these challenges. Okay, so I did that challenge and everybody loved it. People got great results. They liked the accountability that I provided. They liked, you know, the extra nutrition piece and stuff like that. And I thought it was a great way to introduce nutrition as well because when people join gym, what do they want to do? They want to work out. And and it was very limited amount of people that were really dialing in their nutrition the way they should be. So I'm like, let me introduce great nutrition to these people. And so what I offered was a meal plan. I remember at first it was just something I typed up. Uh, I, I tried to make it pretty detailed, but it was like a one pager and it gave them some rules and some foods I wanted them to follow and, and they and they did really well. And then I did challenge number two. So fast forward maybe a couple months from that and people wanted to do another challenge. I'm like, okay, uh, let's, let's do another free add-on, just a free thing, you know, that made us really busy that I didn't have to do. And I'm like, okay, uh, let's do the next challenge. Here's that meal plan. Oh, the meal plan is the same, they would say. And and instantly I remember thinking, well, of course, the, you should be eating the same foods. A strawberry will be healthy forever, I assume. <laughs> Chicken breast is high in protein forever. And, and so, but enough people said that, like, it's the same meal plan. Because what I would do is I would title it different. The six-week challenge would be like trimmed and toned. And then three months later, I'd do like lean and mean or like hot guy summer, hot lady summer. I don't know. You know, I'd try to put little titles on it like that. And so they were surprised that the meal plan was exactly the same. And so I guess I listened. I don't know if that makes me, uh, you know, a good coach or not, but I listened. And and so I offered more on the on the meal plan. So instead of just my one pager, sometimes I would buy the rights to other meal plans people made. Like I'd buy the rights to put my logo and stuff on it, and I and I'd spend a lot of money. And then I would print these off and I would hand them to the group training clients that wanted to do the challenge, which was always a lot of people that wanted to do the challenge. And so, okay, then, then they get a better one. And then they'd be ready for another challenge three months later, you know, roughly three months later. I'm like, gosh, dang it, I got to come up with a new nutrition thing. So I just, I just kept like getting a better and better nutrition plan. And then one time I did a big, huge workbook. It was probably like, I don't know, 50 pages, probably bigger than that. Maybe it was like 80 pages, 40 of the pages were recipes. And uh, a few of the other pages were like how to build your plate and more of the pages were like the exact food groups and then some tips and all kinds of stuff like that in there. That was like the, probably the best one and it was a, it was very extensive. And then I'm like, okay, that was my best one. Maybe they'll be happy for good. No, they want something new. So I remember I went to the next thing. I'm like, okay, some people are talking about keto all the time. I was never a big fan of keto, but I'm like, you guys want to do keto or do you want to do paleo or do you want to do my old meal plan or do you want to do intermittent fasting? I offered all that and then they could pick so that when they started the six-week challenge, then they pick which one and then I'd, I'd train them on how to do it correctly. So 
yes, I don't want you to do keto, but if some if a client came up and said, you know, teach me how to do keto, I'd be like, okay, here you go. Here's, here's your keto meal plan. And I, I typed out all the uh, tips for you. And so then I'm like, okay, what am I going to do next time? And this was one of my, probably one of my last challenges that I offered. I'm like, what am I going to do next time? I feel like I am running out of money. I feel like I am running out of ideas on new nutrition plans that they keep craving. And so what I did is I came up with this really awesome idea. And this is what I've been building up to this whole episode so far is my big mistake. What I did was I tried to make the most detailed meal plan anyone has ever known. And so what I did is I color-coded calories. So like yellow meal plan was 1,400 calories a day if you followed it to a T. Green was 1,500. Blue was 1,700. Black was 1,900. And I had all the colors of the rainbow and more. I had purple. I had gray. I had gold. I had orange. I had all of them, okay? Because I wanted different calorie ranges. And so, you, and so it was colored. So let's say you had the green 1,700. It showed you what you need to eat to eat 1,700 calories a day. And Monday's meals were this. Because also people want a variety. Like, oh, I get really bored of what I eat. So I'm like, okay, every single day is going to be different. I thought I was dotting the I's and crossing the T's. And not only did they get a color-coded calorie meal plan. Calories were built in. I gave them a color... Uh, a colored wristband, those rubber things that you put on your, your wrist, it matched the color of the meal plan so that they knew what color they were on. And then I'd move the meal plan every week. I would meet with them one-on-one. The one-on-one meetings took forever. Like, oh my gosh, there were so many people in these challenges. The one-on-one meetings took forever. This was way too much work. Anywho. And so when they would meet with me one-on-one, I'd move them to different colored meal plans. So if they're on green 1700, I'd move them to blue 1500 if they weren't getting results. Like, well, the scale's not moving like I thought it would. I'm like, all right, let me move you down. Or if I started somebody at a lower calorie amount and they were getting great results, I knew that I wanted to slowly move them up in calories so that I could keep them at a higher metabolic rate. I wanted them to, to eat as much as they could and still get results. So I'd move them around. And so that would change their wristband and all these other details. I worked really, really hard. This took me multiple months of working several hours a day, a week on these color-coded meal plans. I went to the grocery store to find like easy, even freezer meals that they could have in their meal plan. I, I like, I worked so hard and it completely bombed. So when I did my very first nutrition meetings with them one-on-one, the t- and this was to start and kick off the challenge, the first couple of meetings went fine. Like, oh, thank you. Thank you for the meal plan. And uh, I'm excited for the challenge. I'm like, all right, it's going really well. My really detailed plan is going well. And I was so excited about this, uh, this meal plan, calorie-coded, color-coded thing that I thought it was going to be its own business. I even made a logo for it because I thought it was going to take off. This is before even the challenge started. (laughs) I made a logo for it. I named it something. I had like a business name and I'm like, if this takes off, I'm going to like set up the taxes and the entity and everything for it because I thought it was going to blow up like Apple computer. I was going to be like, you know who, like the Jeff Bezos of meal planning. Like, wow, how did Spencer become like super rich and famous? Well, he developed the most detailed meal plan you've ever heard of. That's what I like kind of thought. And and so after the first couple of one-on-one meetings, then people were getting more confused as I was meeting with more and more people because I had to meet with so many people. Just picture like six plus people. This was all one-on-one. And I noticed people were getting kind of more and more confused. 
And I'm like, okay, this isn't going as well, but at least a few people understood it, and they, these people didn't. And then uh, I had my next one, and the lady chewed me out. First off, I didn't deserve to be chewed out. These challenges were like a free add-on. You paid for the group training like 200 bucks a month, and that was the group training you got to coach every time. I did these challenges as an extra bonus to boost results. I did not get paid extra for these challenges. No one got paid extra. I didn't charge anybody. If you were in the group training, it was a free add-on. And so this lady chews me out and I didn't deserve it. And she's like, this is not realistic. This is not what I was expecting. This is not, I won't do that at all. And this is, you know, she didn't even want it. She didn't even accept it. I was handing over this free stuff to her and she said, no way. And I'm like, that didn't go well. And then there was a couple of others that I could tell that like, because I was more sensitive to like how people were reacting then after I got chewed out. I was like, okay, what is this next person? And like, nobody was really connecting with it. And so I'm like, whatever, there's some people that I, I, I like loved it so much. I'm like, I'm just going to pour into the people that I felt like they understood it. And so what I was planning on doing was switching them every week. So I was trying to like meet with people every week and I was noticing people weren't wanting to meet with me probably because they weren't following it. But there was a few people I knew that I could rely on that I, I knew a little bit better. And I was like, hey, you're on the yellow meal plan, whatever, 1500 yellow. Did you have, and I knew what they were supposed to be eating. And so if they came in at lunchtime, the lunchtime session, I'm like, did you have the two scrambled eggs with toast this morning? And one person goes, no, I had a Pop-Tart. And I'm like, what the frick? What? I didn't say this to him. This was in my head. Like, I was so disappointed on so many levels. Level one was I worked really hard and this person didn't follow it at all. I was also disappointed that Pop-Tarts don't lead to good results. <laughs> like this is what they told me i had a pop tart like i'm sorry i was really busy i didn't have time to scramble eggs so i had a pop tart we didn't have the right stuff in the house blah 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 and i'm like okay well I'll just get back on track and so i'm like i need to follow up with more of these people so there was a few more people that i could rely on that i knew a little bit better than the, the rest of the gym population so I, I follow up with this person oh no i didn't have that this morning i follow up with this person oh no i didn't have that and then one person i knew really well i'm like hey did you have your whatever your omelet this morning no, I didn't have that. I had black coffee and a protein bar. And it still struck me in the heart. I'm like, oh my gosh, the greatest meal plan I've ever made is not working. All that work was for nothing. But this time I wasn't disappointed in this client because she had black coffee with no cream or sugar and she had a protein bar. So she wasn't off track compared to that other person who had a Pop-Tart like they shouldn't have had the Pop-Tart. <laughs> but this person had a protein bar, so lower calorie and protein focused, and they didn't put the stuff in their coffee. So like I was still proud of what she chose. Now, for those of you that are thinking like, Spencer, I think that's a really good meal plan idea. This was before tech. There's better meal plan software and stuff like that out there. We even have access to it. This, this was just not going to work. So what were the lessons I learned from this? Because nobody followed it to a T. If somebody followed it kind of closely, they just picked like Tuesday, like it was a seven-day meal plan. They just picked the Tuesday. It was foods that they liked to eat, and they just repeated it every day. That was the closest I got to anybody. So I would, I would have saved a bunch of time even on the people that like kind of did it by just giving them a list of foods. Like here's eggs and chicken and a sweet potato. Eat that. And they would be like, all right, I'll do that every day. And so what were the lessons? The lessons were meal plans are too rigid. 
meal plans are very strict because if you have to have scrambled eggs and toast on Tuesday and you don't have time for it or you don't do it, you feel off track just by not eating those foods. Like the gal I talked to that had coffee in protein bar kind of was hesitating to tell me what she ate because she fell off track from her Tuesday plan, which is not right. She did an okay job by selecting a low-calorie protein bar and black coffee. That is fine, but she kind of fell off track. Meal plans are too rigid. Another lesson I learned is that People crave being told what to eat at what time at what meal. And that's usually not how your life works. You're busy. You have a lot going on. You don't always get to the grocery store when you should. You don't always have time to meal prep. Sometimes you just need to know what you need to grab from a convenience store. You can go to fast food if you know what to grab. You need to have this knowledge. You need to have this skill that I have. I don't need a detailed meal plan or anybody telling me to eat scrambled eggs on Tuesdays because I know how to change it up and add variety and I know what foods I like that keep me on track. And that took trial and error and that took coaching. It didn't take a meal plan. Your craving for a meal plan and being told what to eat exactly works for almost no one besides the most rigid routine people in the world, which is probably only the 1%. Are you the 1%, 1% when it comes to sticking with a rigid routine? No, you're not. You're the 99, which I'm the 99 as well. Then your, your craving for this meal plan is bogus. Another, another lesson I learned is I was having a list of things that they should eat at exact times when I need to meet them where they're at. If somebody likes to eat protein bars, well, I should help them get results with protein bars. If somebody, you know, loves carbohydrates and wants to get results with carbohydrates, I should help them get results with carbs. If somebody, you know, you can't have too much alcohol. For those of you that drink every day, you probably shouldn't do that, okay? But if you want to have a little bit of alcohol when you're social on a Saturday night, I want to show you how to improve your health with alcohol on a Saturday night or have chocolate uh, in the evenings, have a piece of chocolate. That, like, that's what I want to do. I want to meet you where you're at. But everybody is different. You guys have different taste buds. We have different schedules. Some of us have very demanding schedules. Some of us don't have much responsibility. We only work or, you know, you're single, you, you work 36 hours, you have no kids. That's a, that's a less demanding schedule than somebody that has two jobs, they're married, they have three kids. Those people eat differently. You know what I also learned is I also learned something about business is you, you, you don't know what's going to work sometimes. And you can't like over-invest yourself. That's what I did. I over-invested myself. And I built something that no one wanted to do. But I'm glad it happened. I'm glad I spent way too many hours and months of work on it. I'm glad that lady chewed me out. I still don't like her for that, but I'm glad she did because I learned so much. I'm glad that nobody followed it because it made me a better nutrition coach today. So I hope I can pass this off to you guys. Your urge to have a meal plan, you won't really follow it to a T. You have to have a little more flexibility.
And if you're a gym owner, don't do that mistake. <laughs> I hope this helps. Spencer, signing off. Are you tired of being surrounded by boring people who aren't encouraging you to be healthier and work on your wellness? Well, look no further. I think you should join our group of people in our free group. So if you go to spencersgroup.com, not only will you hear more funny jokes like this one, read some funny memes, and attend some of my coaching calls, but you're going to have a good time while achieving a healthier you. So make sure to go to spencersgroup.com and we'll get the party started.